Hello and welcome to Talk is Jeep. My name is Art. I'm joined with my co-host, Mr. Tom. Hello, Art. Glad to be with you again. Tom, I must ask you, it's been quite some time. March was our last episode. Where have you been? I have been everywhere and just jonesing to do something with the Jeep, but it's been, I've been too busy. I've had a couple of sunsets and at Kalmus Beach in Hyannis, and now I'm, I'm sitting in a place with you that I cannot wait to describe. We will get to that, <laughs> that, that point, because we're on the eve of a Jeep event. But our, our last Jeep event was Killington in 2021, like July. Yes. Like a long time ago. And we've been talking Jeep. We've been hoping to do more with Jeeps. And now the, the time has come. You know, it's it's odd because I like as much as the, my Jeep is every day in my life and I, I get up and when I get to drive it, I look forward to it and all that stuff. You know, we don't see each other every day. We don't mm-hmm. see each other every week. You know, when we're busy with work and we see each other you know, once or twice a month, you know, it seems like more frequency, but sure. Really, um, to get together with you to talk about Jeeps is not as easy. Work gets in the way, life gets in the way. And, and, you know, the Jeep life goes on, but it's, I don't get to sit down and talk Jeeps with you as frequently as, you know, one may think. No, much of our time together is spent producing and doing video on that other side of the world and stuff that pays for our jeeps that pays for the jeeps and arts other podcasts this week in production but that's something different but to be able to you know but but when we talk we joke about the jeep we share stories about how we use it in our everyday life but then to be able to jump away and like isolate a couple of days with the jeep alone and be in that is not only you know strange and different to, to be able to settle back and just enjoy a time with the, with your Jeep, you know? Right. Well, these little, little getaways when we get to do them and, and we don't always get to do them every year and we don't always get to do them all the time. Right. But you know, they are special trips. They are little mini breaks from life. And especially when we can escape, like for me, when I can escape without too much baggage from home and work, they're nice little breaks. But on the last episode, I was at a, a, a cross in the road. I was at a point where I needed to have some work done to my Jeep. Mm. I wasn't sure if my shop was going to be able to accommodate me. I wasn't sure if my bank account was going to be able to accommodate me. But this but, is something you've longed for for a, a well, long time. Well, I've wanted to do it. It was the next... <clears throat> step in my jeep evolution and that was to put in lockers right i bought a jeep jl wrangler sport s that had a limited slip rear and an open front right and i really had no problem with it as as far as its capability i did the killington jeep jamboree in its stock form and was amazed. You at did its, quite well. I, I was amazed at its capabilities. And then as I did other events over the years in its stock, you know, open front and limited slip rear, 
Um, there were some questions about the capability of my Jeep. Well, you pushed it further. I did. I did. And Which is what you want to do. And, you know, the last time I did a jamboree, and it wasn't with you because mm-hmm. we did we did Killington in, in Vermont in July. Yep. And you had your Jeep and I had mine. Mm-hmm. And then I did the Catskill Mountains jamboree in September with a buddy of mine, Pete. Right. And those are all episodes you can go back and listen to on the Talk is Jeep podcast. But the requirements for the Catskill Mountains Jamboree are one locker, minimum. Now, I may have ignored that requirement. Maybe you got some dirty eyebrows. Maybe I didn't see it. (laughs) But when we ran this year's event, it was quite slick. And... We were at the. I was at the base of an obstacle. A lot of people ahead of me with Rubicons were struggling to get up, and the uh, guide said, "Okay, you know, engage your lockers." And I, I, you know, without any embarrassment, <laughs> said, "I don't have any lockers. If I had them, I would engage them." <laughs> and he went on a rant about how. I shouldn't be here and blah, 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 because the minimum is, you know, one locker. So I felt a little demoralized, a little embarrassed. And then I proceeded to drive my Jeep up said obstacle way past the Rubicons that had front and rear lockers. And I made it up the obstacle up to the top of the hill without any incident. Now, maybe there was a little more skinny pedal than they used. (laughs) <laughs> but I prevailed, and many people said, "Well, you showed that guy." I, I, that's just how it goes. I mean, you know, you have your Jeep set up. You've got good tires. It's a two door. It's lighter. Other Rubicons might be heavier. They might be four door. You know, but it's all look. At the end of the day, it comes down to driver ability. And I'm not saying yes. I am the best driver. I am. Somewhat experienced, not, you know, 10 years experience, but I'm a quick learner. But you can find your line. And and I can watch the guy in front of me. And the guy in front of me doesn't get up going one way. I am certainly going a different path than he did. And you'll find it, yeah. (laughs) And I I learned pretty quick on my feet. So, but I was, I was chastised and I felt like, you know, maybe the Catskill Mountain guides were, you know, a little critical of of my abilities. Uh, maybe a little over the top with their concern. Anyway, yeah, I decided that after that event, I would go forward with the lockers, and I do believe that lockers are an important thing to add to your Jeep. I do subscribe to the lockers before light bars mantra. Mm-hmm. So I haven't done many, many things to my Jeep that don't make it a better trail rig. Like I don't right. really have any ex- auxiliary lighting on it. I have some backup lights. Less aesthetics, more performance. More performance. Right. And that's really, I'm all, I'm all about that. But the problem was, if you listen to the last episode from March 22 of Talk is Jeep, my garage, my Jeep mechanic, yeah. said basically, well, you know, it's really hard to get 
the lockers at this point, the, the COVID, the supply chain were busy, almost to the point where I had started calling around to other shops. And I love my shop. You don't I love do my guy. And my guy is in New Jersey, total performance in Mawa. And Mawa. his, you know, his biggest flaw is that he's too good. He's right. too good. He's, he's too busy. And it's hard to get on his calendar. But if you're persistent, you're, you know you're going to come away with a, you know, quality install, a quality craftsmanship, quality work. Right. So I was on the verge of having to <laughs> divert. And I was not thrilled with the idea of diverting from my shop. But I knew I was going to do some other jamborees that I needed to have lockers, including New York this year, which I am, right. again, signed up for. And you will show them even oh, more so. I will climb up the side of a mountain this year. <laughs> so come May, right? I finally had an appointment to get my lockers installed. And I wound up doing, I went back and forth a little bit on the lockers. I was thinking... I don't want the compressor. I don't want to do air lockers because it's just a lot, a lot of additional equipment that I'm not needing. Like I'm not inflating tires with an ARB compressor. I have a power tank for that. So I was originally thinking maybe an e-locker or an ox locker or something like that. But at the end of the day, I did go ARB. Right. Front and rear with a single compressor under the passenger seat. I'll feel that tomorrow. You will. You will. So I had that installed. Six grand. Ouch. Which, you know. Does your wife know this? Uh, she's not listening right now. Okay, so good. No, don't tell her. <laughs> but I did it, and I feel good about it. And... You know, that being said, I felt like, okay, I am now set for said 22 Jeep season. I feel confident going in to the three events that, that I'm going to do. We're right. going to do two together. Right. One with your Jeep and one, you know, just in my Jeep. But three events that I'm going to do this year, plus maybe a couple of day trips, feeling good. Do you feel settled with that decision? Like, you know, you've built the Jeep up to the point where this is the one I want to keep. I've got the lockers. I, I... felt that from the day I bought it. When I right, bought it, right. I said, this is going to be my forever Jeep. Yep. And whatever I do to it, whatever I happens to it, I will have it in the family. It may be not my daily driver every day sure. going forward. And it's not my Jeep. I mean, I don't really have a daily driver because I don't. I'm not home enough to be <laughs> right. a daily driver. Yeah. I mean, I travel a lot, and, and when I am home, I prefer to drive it, but it doesn't get driven every day. Right, That's right. Slight, a slight difference you it's know, a treat. in the term daily driver. It is a recreational vehicle for me. Yep. It is insured as a normal vehicle, but it is really an occasional vehicle. Right. But I do, I when I bought it, I sort of knew that it was going to be my forever Jeep, and it's fine. It, it It's sort of a throwback to my, my 20s when I mm -hmm. first met my wife and I had my YJ. So it's fine. I like it. I'm happy with it. Anything I'm doing to it is, you know, in good um, 
register. You know, it's it's money well spent. Right. You're you're gonna love it from now until it's not able to drive. Yeah, you know, and hopefully I'll hand it down to one of my my sons, and and they'll enjoy it the way I do. But either way, I am comfortable with it being my forever Jeep. That's great. Yeah. Not to say I will not have another Jeep at some point. You know, my wife probably wants her own Jeep at some point. Well, she loves driving this. She does. And maybe yeah. maybe this one becomes hers or maybe she gets a new one. I am not sure. Not a 392. She's Her foot is <laughs> way too heavy to have a 392. But something perhaps in the future. Right. Maybe a two-door all-electric, which I... I've talked about you on keep previous keep talking episodes. about that, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see yeah. about that. But anyway, I, I got through that part of the of the work, and now it is June. We we literally squeezed this trip in. We're on a Jeep Jamboree. Right. It's the Drummond Island, Michigan Jeep Jamboree. And everybody, we are we're sitting in the living room of a beautiful home. On Lake Huron, looking out this window, the sun is setting. We're looking at Canada, and I, I can't I'm even in believe Canada right now. You're actually you may in, be, yeah. You're, you're in you're in Michigan. I'm in Canada, <laughs> but I'm just in a place that I cannot believe. And you know, it is it is beautiful now. To to get here, <laughs> to get here, was you know no easy task. We had some plans. They didn't exactly work out. You wound up flying um, from Boston to Newark, New Jersey. I picked you up at the airport, and we proceeded to drive 12 hours on uh, day one to get to Detroit. 660 miles. 660 miles to Detroit. (laughs) And I won't go into my KISS tribute for Detroit Rock City. (laughs) Um, But, and then we got up... Today, which is the registration day of the Jeep Jamboree, and we drove another, you know, three hundred and sixty-five miles, you know, almost six hours to get to um, Drummond Island, Drummond Island, Michigan. Detour to catch the ferry. We had to take a ferry across a body of water to get to the island. Literally pulled in on two wheels, and they're like, get on the ferry. Normally, I'm used to waiting. You wait your turn. They're like, get on. We're going. It was awesome. Right. So so <laughs> we, we, got, we got the Drummond Island. There's a lot of cool Jeeps here. There's a lot of two-door Jeeps. Nice which, to see. Which I'm, you know, personally fond of the two-door model i'm not a fan of the four-door model no offense nope but there's a lot of quality rigs here and there's a couple of badge of honor trails here and saw a lot of badges today on that line there were a lot of jeeps that had a lot of bling um not quite my cup of tea all that bling but Nonetheless, but these, they've done the, they've done their time. There's there's quality jeeps here. There's quality people here. I expect a good trip, but there's something about the the very bare essential jeep trip that you know I I appreciate. I enjoy. There's a there's a bond with the other jeepers. Yeah, I don't know how you feel about it, but to me. There's something very primal about it that I just can't explain in words. I feel at peace. I feel at home. I feel comfortable among the Jeep community. Absolutely. I mean, you know, with with my Jeep, you know, I like to keep it, 
you know, very stripped down, not built up. I've got 33s on an 03 Sahara. I've done, you know, minimal modifications, but I love taking it out. And we ride it on the beach. We love nature. And this feels like that. This feels like you're out in the middle of nowhere. And No, no, we are in the middle we, of nowhere. Okay, well, it, well, that's why it feels like that. <laughs> we but, just saw three rats run across the front door. Those were red squirrels. Don't give give them some credit. But no, we're in beautiful Drummond Island. I had never imagined, you know, what this land was like. But it's like it's like going out camping, yet being in the most beautiful, you know, water surrounded area. And uh, the sun is setting as we're looking forward to. Uh, tomorrow's first uh, set of trails, and it's going to be nice. It is going to be good. You know, I wish that I had more access to, you know, trails and off-roading closer to my house. Really, the closest place is, you know, a three-hour drive. I mean, you know, three hours or 16 hours. What does it matter? It's really not much different. But I think that's the same for a lot of people. You look at, we saw cars from Missouri, Nebraska, Arkansas, Florida, Dallas, Dallas, Florida. Yeah. I mean, Wait, people, Dallas is not a state. Da- well, Texas, Texas. Yeah. True. True that. But I mean, people will go. They want to be part of this community. So it's really neat to have come here and see this. Well, this, I mean, honestly, like this trip fit into a time window yep we're on on a on a eve of another work job so we're basically here on a thursday you know we drove wednesday all day we drove half day on thursday we're going to be here for friday and saturday jeep and on sunday morning we're going to get up and drive 14 hours to go to work back to reality back on the east coast to uh, tyson virginia so that is just what i'm willing to do to have some jeep life you know, in the woods, you know, at a jamboree. And, right. and I wish I could go out my back door and just have that right. every day, but I can't. I, I'm, I'm a minimum of three hours from that on a normal basis. And I don't even really enjoy those trails that much. It's not quite the same as a it's jamboree. It's not escaping. Absolutely. No, it it's is not, not an escape. Yeah. And, and, you know, when I'm here with a friend and, and it's, it's just separate from all the other parts of normal life. It is special. Right. So yeah. I think that that part of it is very enjoyable. I picked this trip. I, I didn't even think you were really aware of where we were going. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> and I just said, hey, Tom, just come to this trip. It's right before our event. We'll go to work after. And you probably didn't even hear, you know, anything about, you know, the fact that we're like two minutes from Canada. Literally two minutes and a swim. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was like you want to be part of that Jeep world and it's like yes I'll do it. We've got another one coming up. We're doing the Bethel Maine we're event do a main in trip uh, late together. September. But you know, that's going to be a slightly different trip cuz we're planning yes. to bring the wives. Yeah. And it's it's not exactly the same trip. It's going to be great. It's just slightly different. Right. Because, you know, you got the wives there. But you're going to delete that part, right? No. <laughs> no, no. As we watch the sunset, uh, like this, this is, you know, my end game. Well, and it's true. And if anyone's listening to this that does these Jeep Jamborees and you haven't done Drummond Island, we haven't even done the trail yet. And just so glad we're here. I mean, it's a beautiful area. Getting here is beautiful. 
And um, I, I can only imagine the next two days are going to be glorious, and it's something you're going to look I into. But I think I think it's almost any any of these Jeep tambourines. Sure. Like I I was speaking to you earlier off microphone about you know local. I've done some local events where uh-huh. you get you know local groups and they go to a place, and sometimes they're a, a win, sometimes they're a loss. I've had more losses than wins with those where you know the people running them maybe not are fully. Um, realizing the the diversity of the participants, right? Not, not thinking not, about the participants. Well, not as everyone's much. as capable. Not right. everyone is as willing. Yet, you know, you you're leading us off down a trail, and then you know we're on something that not everyone is comfortable with. So the nice thing about the jamboree is that they do sort of try to screen you, guide you, herd you into the right groups so that your experience is pleasant and every jamboree that i've done every jamboree that i think we've done together i think you would agree has been a pleasant experience whether it's killington or tennessee or michigan or you know wherever they're Absolutely. all run really well and the people involved really care about who's doing it like i'm sort of new to this level of jeeping like i've been driving my jeep on the beaches for you know, 20 years and this is a whole new level and they don't care whether you're a seasoned jeeper or whether you're new to it and they will take their time to, you know, help you get there to help you get to the level you want to get to. Right. And I I would agree with that. I think these are great events. Most of them are run. This one has been going for 29 years. Mm. You don't have a Jeep event that sucks that will continue for 29 years. So if you're doing it right, you know, it will be around for right. that long. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to it. The next few episodes of Talk is Jeep will be about the Drummond Island Jeep event. And, you know, hopefully we have a great experience. Hopefully, you know, one of my goals, because <laughs> we do have to drive <laughs> 13, 14 hours to work when this event is done. Well, tune in four episodes from now to find out Three episodes that from story. Now, yep, yeah, to hear that. Three but, episodes. <laughs> but there is something, I think, I, I will leave you with this thought. Because there's many, many people that will trailer yes. their rigs in. And not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm not in a financial position to have a, a truck and a trailer to tow my rig. I, I just don't. Right. And they're not daily drivers. I mean, those are hardcore yeah, trail some jeeps. Some of them could be dr- daily drivers. But, right. But whatever the reason is, that maybe it's not comfortable for them to be behind the wheel of the Jeep for that long. But you and I, rotating every three hours, drove, you know— Almost what? Uh, 1,100 miles. 1,100 miles to get here. Right. In a Wrangler, two-door, you know. and Soft top. Soft top, noise, <laughs> wind. We, we had crazy, crazy wind. Oh, my God. It was gusting uh, almost 40 miles an hour uh, today. But there were some like not, tornado warnings. Not an right? easy drive. No. Not the most comfortable drive. Not the most plush drive. Right. But there's something to be said about driving your rig yeah. to the event. Conquering the trails and then driving out. Right. Right. I I am just dying to see what we run into tomorrow with the trails. The people seem awesome. We met the uh, the trail guide today. It's going to be great. It it will be a good event. We're planning to have the drone and a whole bunch of GoPros. So there'll be some 
video that we'll share with the uh, the audience from this event as we watch the sunset. We're almost as there. We, as we drink our our Don Julio uh, private reserve, one of the few left. No, this is the one. The that's Reposado. Available. Oh, it is. Yeah, this is not the special one. Well, I'm not in a cool place like you. <laughs> That has everything in the world to pick from. Well, fair enough. Okay, cheers. cheers. And uh, until next time, this is Art. This is Tom. Talk is Jeep. Talk is Jeep. Enjoy.